What's up and welcome to the Be The Light podcast. I'm your host, B, and my mission is to help women expand, elevate, grow, and break past limiting beliefs that might be holding you back. So if you're ready to step into your power and become obsessed with your life, this podcast is for you. Let's dive into it. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Be The Light podcast. I am your host, B, and I am excited to come on here and talk to you guys today about a couple of things that have been extremely relevant lately. There has been a lot of, I want to say, chaos happening lately. And if you are from the Kelowna area, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, But if you're not from the area, you might have even seen some of this on the news. So to fill you in, um, over the last week or so, Kelowna has been going through extreme wildfires. Now, having these forest fires, these wildfires happen in our area is not something that's new to us here. We do get them every single summer. And every single year, they seem to be a little bit worse than the last. And this time around was truthfully the worst that I've ever seen it. I have never witnessed forest fires to this extent in my 25 years of living here. I've been here since the day I was born. And honestly, this was something new for me. Um, I don't know the exact details or the exact statistics, but I know that I think around 200 structures were lost. Um, many, many people, like tens of thousands of people were evacuated from their homes or on evacuation alert, myself included. And it honestly was just an extremely chaotic period of time. It still is. So I do want to start this episode first off by saying, if you are someone who has been affected by the fires, my heart goes out to you deeply and sincerely. I cannot even begin to imagine what it would be like to be in your shoes. If you're someone whose home has been affected. I just want you to know how much I care about you and I hope that you find some value in this episode today because what I want to talk about is going to be directly impactful to you and your situation. You're going to learn a lot in this episode about how to kind of regulate your emotions in times of uncertainty and if you are affected by the fires you'll find some good value in this but even if you're not, even if you are just a regular human, average Joe going through your day to day, This is going to be extremely valuable for you because this can be applied to any situation of crisis in your life. Anything that you are going through that just feels less than ideal, that throws you out of your routine, this episode is going to be for you. So basically, I'm going to dive right into it. What I want to talk about is the importance of building healthy habits that you can rely on and relying on those things in times of need versus those unhealthy habits and those vices that we all have, all right? So I want you to think in your life, what are some things that make you feel really good? Now, I know I've talked about this in previous episodes, but this is gonna be things that genuinely make you feel good, all right? Like things that actually light you up, things that actually make your soul happy. Now, a lot of the times, the things that do truly make you feel good are gonna be the things that are a little bit more challenging to actually do. So I want you to think about it this way. If you think about the things that genuinely make you feel good at your core, these are going to be the things that are a little bit more challenging. Things like going for a walk, doing yoga, going to the gym, making yourself a meal. You see where I'm going with this. These are the things that truly make you feel good, but require a little bit more effort. Now, if you think about the things that make you feel good temporarily, this is going to be stuff like drinking, drugs, watching TV, eating shitty food. You guys see where I'm going with this one too. There is a very clear difference between doing what makes you feel good short term and doing what is good for you 
in the long term. And that is why it's so, so important to focus on building those healthy habits in your lifestyle. And that's exactly what I experienced throughout these fires recently, was noticing when I was evacuated from my home, how I relied on those habits. So before I get into those habits, I'll tell you guys a little bit more about where I was at during this time. So I was evacuated from my home on Thursday night, uh, really, really late at night around 11 p.m. And we really had nowhere to go. I say we because my friends are also my neighbors. So they were evacuated. And luckily, we were able to go through this situation together. And um, the three of us, we just had no idea where we were going to end up, where we were going to go. So we ended up going to a 24-7 breakfast place in town. We just sat there until about 2 a.m., we called every single hotel we could think of to try and get a place. And one hotel luckily called us back. We got a room at this place and it was the, the I don't even know how to say this without sounding mean, but just the sketchiest hotel that I've ever been to. It was definitely not ideal, but it was a place to sleep. And I'm so, so grateful for that. So we spent the night to the night. It was like 3 a.m. We spent a couple of hours resting at this place. And then our friend, uh, my friend Mariah was out of town. So she gave us the keys to her place for the rest of the weekend. And we were actually able to find some shelter and stay at her place for the next couple of days until we were able to go home. So during this time, during this evacuation, I really realized how much I rely on the healthy habits that I've built. I am so thankful that I put in the time to build those habits for the years leading up to this moment, because when I needed it, they were there. Those habits were there for me. Now, the old version of me definitely would have been focusing on, you know, finding comfort in drugs or alcohol, partying, social media, binge eating. Those are all the things that I used to do to make me feel safe. Those are all the things I used to do to find comfort because I could not find that comfort in my own body. But since I've been focusing on my mindset, building new habits, I have this incredible gift of being able to come home to myself no matter where I am. I feel, I call it a gift because that's truly what it feels like is that if you can focus on building those habits and building those routines, those rituals within yourself, no matter where you are in the world, you can always come home to yourself. You can always come back to you. And that's why it's so incredibly important to build those routines in your life, to get to know yourself, to dive deep within who you truly are, how you truly feel, and what you need to do to connect with yourself so that when shit goes crazy and things fall apart in your life, you are not relying on those sources of comfort elsewhere because you have it within yourself. I think it's really similar to the feeling that um, nomads like travelers get when they're traveling the world and they're never home and they're bouncing around all the time. You know, no matter where they are, they have a home within themselves. And that's why they're able to do what they do. That's why they're able to be in so many different places because they always have home. They always have themselves. So this is something that I teach to all of my clients as well is the importance of building these habits and these rituals of getting to know yourself because at that point, if you can develop that sense of self and that sense of home within you, with your breath, with being present with who you are, you will never need to rely on that outside source of comfort because you'll always be able to find it within you. Now, if you are someone who is struggling to find this comfort, if you don't know how to bridge that gap, if you're right now are someone who is relying on drugs, alcohol, social media, binge eating, food, whatever that looks like, 
The first step is self-awareness. You gotta understand what your vices are. So take a minute, sit with yourself and ask yourself, where am I finding comfort? When I have a shitty day, what am I leaning on? What am I going towards? What is my first thought? And that is gonna show you the answers of what you might need to change. Because if your first thought is to find comfort in those other sources, now you know where we can pivot, all right? And it's not about beating yourself up about it. It's not about trying to change what you're doing. It's just about having the awareness of the things that you want to change. Because once you have the awareness, then you can move forward with the action. But it always starts with awareness first. So we get our awareness and then we're able to take action. Then we're able to implement those things so that we can actually see results, but you'll never get the result you want without first gaining the awareness around what it is that you actually want to change. And that is key. So that being said with these habits, um, as I was evacuated, obviously I was extremely uncomfortable. I was not sleeping well. I was not eating well. I was away from my home and things just really didn't feel great, obviously. So, when I woke up in the morning, the first thing that I did, no matter where I was, even at the shitty motel that we stayed at, that was so freaking scary and uncomfortable. I went outside, I sat in this shitty ass lawn chair and I meditated. And I sat there and I just sat with my breath, listened to music, I meditated, I journaled. I allowed myself the opportunity to feel what I was feeling. And I feel like that's something that not a lot of people really do. And it's something that does require practice. So. One thing to keep in mind with these healthy habits is knowing that it's not going to happen all at once. These are things that take a little bit of time to really get used to doing, and that is totally okay. So when you're building new habits, make sure you give yourself time to actually integrate with them, to get to know them, right? Give yourself that time and space to really get comfortable in this new routine and to practice it. Because it's just like anything. It's like learning how to ride a bike. You didn't learn how to ride a bike the first day. It took practice. So learning to meditate takes practice. Learning to journal takes practice. It's about repetitions, continuing to try, continuing to show up, even though it's difficult and it's challenging and it's uncomfortable in the beginning, you continue to show up, you continue to practice, you get to know yourself, you get in a flow and it gets easier every time you do it. So I just want to say, if you are trying to build new habits, keep that in mind. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it will always be worth it. So during this time, like I was saying, I just noticed how much of a difference these habits made in my life because the old version of me would have been so uncomfortable with what was going on. And the new version of me, honestly, I felt okay. I felt like I was able to regulate my emotions. I felt like I was able to really just be at home with myself. And even though I was so uncomfortable staying in a place that didn't feel good to me, staying in some place that was not my home, I felt at home within myself. And that is the most priceless feeling. And that is why I'm so, so passionate about helping my clients and other women online feel the same thing. Because no matter where you go, no matter what happens to you, no matter what gets thrown your way, you always have yourself. You always have your mind. So why not make that a comfortable place to be? Why not make that the most comfortable place to be? And you absolutely can. That's the coolest part is that you can. It's always available to you. You have the skills, you have everything that you need to make the home within you the most comfortable place in your life. And I think that's like, there's something to be said about being comfortable in your body and being comfortable in your mind. Because if you have that level of comfort within yourself, you're not gonna search for it elsewhere. And you're gonna be able 
to connect with yourself on a different level. Some people spend a lot of their lives escaping what's in their mind because it's not a comfortable place to be. So why don't we take the knowledge that we have to make our minds the most comfortable place so instead of running away from everything that we feel, we're actually going within. When we need to feel more, when we need to feel more deeply, we can go inside instead of going outside, instead of searching for that comfort in other places. So that was my biggest takeaway, my biggest lesson over this weekend of being evacuated and being away from home. And I think that that's something that everyone can practice a little bit more. So like I said, if you've been someone who is affected by the fires, knowing that your home is within you, where you are physically is different than where you are mentally. Finding that home within yourself is the greatest gift that you can ever have and it is always, always available to you. So I hope you can find some comfort in that and just know that building those habits, it takes time and it's gonna be uncomfortable, just like being away from home, but you can build that home within yourself. Now, the next thing that I learned and really did focus on while I was away from home and just dealing with all of this over the last few days is focusing on the emotional guidance scale. So if you're unfamiliar with what the emotional guidance scale is, it's basically a scale of emotions. It's all the emotions that we feel um, and basically starts with joy at the top. So joy, appreciation, empowerment. These are the most powerful, positive feelings that you can feel. And at the bottom of the scale is going to be things like fear, grief, depression, um, despair, all of those kinds of feelings, those very negative feelings are at the bottom of the scale. Now, the emotional guidance scale, the idea behind this is that you can slowly work your way up the scale. So it is unrealistic to always expect yourself to be in a state of happiness and joy. It's just not realistic. So when you catch yourself in moments where you are not feeling happy, right? where you aren't feeling great, all you have to do is work your way up the ladder. And then once you look at this emotional guidance scale, if you, you guys should Google it if you're listening to the audio, um, just look it up, the emotional guidance scale, you'll find it there. And you'll start to notice that as you work your way up the scale, anger is a better feeling than fear. And overwhelm is better than anger. And being bored is better than being overwhelmed. So you slowly start to work your way up the scale. So if you are in a position right now where you are not feeling great, where you're in kind of a negative mindset, it is so unrealistic to expect yourself to automatically feel good. Putting that pressure on yourself honestly is just going to make you feel worse. So instead of expecting yourself to automatically feel good and work your way up the scale, focus on slowly, one step at a time, working your way up the ladder. Instead of expecting yourself to automatically feel better, focus on one step at a time. What is the next best feeling thought? Release the expectation that you have to feel good right away. Give yourself permission to not be okay. Give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling right now, but then focus on the next best feeling thought. And when you do this, you're gonna start to notice that anger is better than depression and overwhelm is better than anger and boredom is better than overwhelm. And you can slowly start to make your way up that ladder. You can slowly start to make your way up that scale until eventually you land somewhere near the top at contentment, happiness, joy, hopefulness, all of those better feeling thoughts. But you cannot get to the top of the scale without understanding that it's a ladder. 
You can't jump straight to the top in one step. You have to slowly, step-by-step, step, make your way up until you land at the top. And a lot of this involves permission. The most powerful thing that you can do is give yourself permission to not be okay. Give yourself permission to be where you are, to feel where you are before you expect yourself to be somewhere else. It's about acceptance, awareness, right? All of those things are going to come before that change. All of those things like acceptance, awareness, just being where you are, allowing yourself to feel what you feel is key in eventually getting to a place where you feel better. So allow yourself to just move through those stages. And honestly, the last thing I want to say is just noticing that where you are now is part of the journey up. You're going to feel better about where you're going if you realize that where you are is part of that journey. You will feel so much better about where you're headed when you can understand that where you are right now is just part of it. And it's okay to be where you are. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to feel all of the feelings knowing that those things that you're feeling right now are a crucial part of your journey in getting where you want to be. Where you are right now is exactly where you need to be. And I think that's all we need to hear. So I hope that you found some value in this episode. I know I was rambling on for a little bit, but I do hope that this was valuable to you in one way or another. Um, an actionable takeaway that you can do today is to look up the emotional guidance scale. Um, definitely just go check it out, like Google it, take a look at it, because honestly, the understanding of how to kind of work your way around this scale will completely change your life because it's going to allow you to accept that those negative feelings actually aren't as negative as we think they are. We attach that negative connotation to those things because we don't have the acceptance that it's part of the journey and that you have to be where you are to get to where you're going. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Be The Light podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time and space out of your day to listen to this episode and to show up for yourself. If you found value in this episode, the best thing you can do to support the show and be the light for other people in your life is to share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in one-to-one -one coaching or you wanna learn a little bit more about me, head over to my Instagram at Brittany Roth with three T's and DM me the word elevate. I am so looking forward to connecting with you and I will see you on the next episode.